Hey, welcome back, everyone. This, this is a rushed intro. We've been talking for like four minutes already, and we didn't hit the record button. So yeah, I got nothing else valuable to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank, thanks for coming out today, everyone. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod, uh, and Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Uh, buy some merch. Go to the store. Yep. Jones holding up the coo- the I almost called it a koozie. The coaster. Uh, yeah. So until next time. <laughs> Sorry, so, you guys missed the entire episode. So I, I got because uh, we were talking about me going to New Jersey. And I don't want to rehash that because whatever. <clears throat> um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, the Mawa is where we're going. That's that's the town or the city or township or I, I don't fucking know. It's not a county. I know that village, Dif- different county, whatever fucking New Jersey has their boroughs and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, do you think like Pine Valley has like walk-ups? Like I can like like I can just show up, put my ball in the little spinny thing, and then like I'm next on the tee? Or do you <laughs> think they like don't have that? I'm thinking they don't have that. I think they you gotta uh you gotta throw the tee in the air, don't you? Well, that's how you determine who's gonna tee off first. But I was just gonna say, like getting the tee time, like I assume they have walk-ups. Like the old course does it, so Pine Valley probably does too, I assume. Yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely um so here, here's a here's a question fucking off color question i did see a golf course in nearby where we're going called spook rock hmm. why do you think it was called spook rock uh i'm thinking hurt? races i think it races undertones oh yeah for i, I would also think the same yeah like i just wanted to put that out there like you're not fooling anyone yeah yeah like why else would it be called that it's in new jersey no that's in new york i think it's in ramapo new york is ramapo a college yeah did you guys play hey did you play ramapo jones is that when no who who did you guys play when your fucking psycho coach spiked the uh the mayo that was rowan oh rowan okay which I think is in Jersey. I think it is too. It's like, cause that's why I think I got confused for a second. It was like, it was like an R school in New Jersey. Yeah. They kicked out of us. Oh, you mean it wasn't Rutgers? Rutgers. Fuck Rutgers. Rutgers sucks. <laughs> oh, dude. It's like the MIT of New Jersey. Do you still have to be smart to go there? Yeah. Hmm. That's why all their sports teams suck. <laughs> too high of academic. Yeah. Um, standards i guess um would you say it was scratch spook something spook Spook rock Rock. i looked it up right now apparently it has something to do with sleepy hollow oh yeah you know what that tracks sleepy hollow is a golf course in new york i don't know where um it's actually not far from white plains at all it's like 15 minutes north of white plains i think is this place called terrytown and then, like, maybe <clears throat> another 15 minutes north of there is um, Sleepy Hollow. Because I think Terrytown also has some shit to do with Sleepy Hollow or something. I don't know. What does it all go back to? The um, the Headless Horseman? Yep. Like, like, so did the story come from, um, like, the town? I think or so. The place? I think so. Yeah. 
I wonder if they'll take walk-ups. Sleepy Hollow Country Club. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> just, uh, you know, just you might have to leave without your head. I mean, I don't need it. <laughs> oh, he's using it. Okay, all right. I got the story right here. The meaning and importance of spook rock comes not from history per se. Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> well, it's not like history get in the way of a good argument. Uh, but from a story that was passed down through history from an earlier time. Isn't, isn't that history? <laughs> it, it doesn't come from history, but it comes from a story that was passed down through history from an earlier time. Yeah, but it, that's because it's not a real story. Probably like the yeah. Bible. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, perhaps once ago it was rooted in some semblance of truth or perhaps none. <laughs> All right, cool. So this, this is great. This is a great explanation. Uh, perhaps long ago it was rooted in some semblance of truth or perhaps none, while some poor inhabitant of Sleepy Hollow tried to find a way to explain a weird feeling they had near a large but generally plain and flat boulder they passed in the woods. Either way, with each telling of the tale, it eventually morphed into something else. And as it exists today, it comes across as a ghost story being told around a campfire. Okay, so it has to do with Terrytown and Sleepy Hollow. And apparently it's like a haunted rock. So it is not, in fact, racist undertones. <laughs> um, I don't think that means it's not absent of racist undertones. <laughs> can be true yes yes it might not be the cause but that could be an excuse hmm. i guess sleepy hollow is the village of terrytown per wikipedia oh it is per wikipedia okay. yeah oh so that's that's i always thought it was a separate place all right cool so yeah terrytown is literally right next to white plains <clears throat> should i go yeah Check it out. If you see a guy on a horse, make sure you throw a pumpkin at him. Is that the rule? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, geez. How north do I have to go to find this place? Oh, yes. The most north. Oh, yeah. It's right by uh, Prescott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. nope. More north. Nope. More north. Although I guess to be fair, if you go west, there is more north in New Jersey. But who gives a fuck about west? Yeah. Well, that's the part I've been to <clears throat> in New Jersey. It's the the part that's like the northwest corner that borders Pennsylvania. When I was there, it was like we were in New Jersey, but if you like drive down the road like 15 minutes, you're in Pennsylvania, and it was all farms, and it smelled like cow shit. So I was like, awesome. When you go to like New Jersey, New Jersey, it smells like people shit. And when you go to like the nice part of New Jersey, it smells like cow shit. So I'm sweet. Cow shit. Yeah, it's just a shitty state, I guess. Ha! <laughs> uh, oh, I found right. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Terrytown. Oh, shit. I'm not near White Plains at all, actually. I thought I was. No, you got to drive through it to get there, right? <clears throat> no, not even close, actually. Really? Dude, like I like again, I'm so fucking far north. <laughs> like, not even close. Oh, you're so you're basically by like Toronto. <laughs> no, no, because it's still New Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're like kind of near Canada then. I get you. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. This looks like a lot of fucking Connecticut. You make a left, you get to Vermont. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. So you're over by Lake Michigan? <laughs> yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, another no. thing. I get it. I didn't actually realize Cleveland is on one of the Great Lakes. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, no uh, Is it Lake Michigan? Who gives a shit? Uh, I think Lake what, Michigan's... What, 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 Look like a fucking lakeologist. <laughs> uh, Lake, Lake. Erie. Lake Erie. Erie. That makes yeah. sense. Mystic Lakes. Cleveland is an Erie place. Yeah, it's on the Mystic Lake. The, the lake, Mystic the River. Lake, the lake in Bridgewater that people want to affectionately tell me it's called the Nip. And I I, I just call it the lake in Bridgewater. Yeah, the Nip Nipmatuck. It's just the dude, there's one fucking lake in the place. Like there's one fucking lake in Bridgewater. Uh, I think there's two. There's one fucking lake in Bridgewater. This is not a fucking fact-based show. (laughs) (laughs) So Michaela said it to me before, and just to give her a hard time, I say that. But then like other people, oh, you mean the nip? Oh, you mean the nip? Oh, you mean the nip? No, I mean the one fucking fucking lake. We lived across the street from the for like two years. The one fucking lake in Bridgewater. And they're like, oh, you mean the nip? Do do you think I mean somewhere fucking else? Fuck off. Fucking people, fucking Bridgewater people. Yeah. Oh, you mean the nip? Yeah, the lake. The lake in Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah. What once started yeah. as a hard time has now become a real pet peeve of mine. <laughs> so I take it you don't want to go to the nip. What the fuck would I do there? I don't know. <clears throat> Although I, tra- I trained someone who grew up like on the lake, like not near yep. it. On it. Oh, you mean the nip? <laughs> I guess when she was a kid, she fucking like was feeding the geese and like led them into the house. That's awesome. <laughs> Imagine that. What would you oh, do? Awful. I'd be like, get the fuck. Well, so it's hard to say because I'm sitting there like, oh, I'd shoot myself. But if I was the one who let them in the house, like, like led them in the house. Right. Like, I don't, I don't like geese enough. I would never do that. No, I hate geese actually. Like, I'd rather throw fireworks at him or something. <laughs> Smoke one with a golf ball off the tee. Oh, yeah. We saw that goose funeral. That was, that yeah, was rough. That, that was weird. That was rough to walk by. Yeah. Did that actually happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're playing, and this dude <laughs> hits a fucking cold top right off the tee. Like, couldn't have topped this thing any better. Uh, at its peak, it probably went about 18 inches off the ground <laughs> and hit a goose directly in the neck. Yep. Not the body. Didn't hit the ground first. The neck. The neck. Goose necks yeah. are not that big. Nope. Yeah, this is pretty accurate, man. Uh, and That's... he hit driver. And <laughs> in, in the, the top on this thing, like... This thing was probably spinning like 4,000 RPMs overspin, not backspin. Yeah. <laughs> I can respect that. So I think the goose took like three steps and just kind of keeled over. And then like all the other geese, because this was at a wet golf course, so there were a shitload of geese. So they like all started walking over to this goose. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> especially because we had to like walk by. Yeah. And I'm like, man. I really hope this isn't the way I get fucking attacked by a goose. Yeah. They're vengeance on you. 
I hate those <laughs> fucking things, especially well, the one the ones at Riverbend are brutal. So the best part about that too was uh, I think you probably teed off first, and I went set. I went next, and then this guy went third and smoked the goose. And his you know girlfriend, wife, whoever the fuck she was, uh, was going to go fourth, but because of you know if you've ever played golf before. Uh, you know that there there's different tee boxes, right? And the men's tee box is typically further back. <clears throat> so where this guy smoked the drive that went directly into the goose's neck and 99% killed this fucking goose was about eight to 12 feet away from the women's tee. <laughs> so his girlfriend, I think, was I think like, that was a drop in the fairway situation. Yep, his girlfriend was like, yeah, I'm not going to go hit. We were like, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Just uh, you're gonna go wanna wanna go throw a ball out in the fairway anywhere out there. It would be good, good by me. <laughs> so we're walking by. I think I grabbed my four iron and just kept my four iron in my hand as I'm walking by, just in case. <laughs> yeah, that's those things can be bad. Like they fucking hiss at you when the little ones are around. It's a fucking thing. I fucking yeah. hate geese. Yeah, they suck. They're not as bad not as, as turkeys, though. Turkeys are turkeys are bad. And I play a lot of golf by myself at Sharon and I see the turkeys a lot. Um, I don't know if we have a professional understanding. Like, I won't fucking bother you. So get the fuck out of my way. Because <laughs> I thought I was gonna have a problem. And they seem to disperse for me. Like I just kind of like smack my irons around. So like kind of like I thought like nothing scares them because they're the fucking worst. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was just like smacking my irons around. Then all of a sudden they just kind of like parted. I was like, okay, <laughs> now either one's going to run up behind me with a knife and stab me or, <laughs> you know, again, which we I wouldn't put it past them because turkeys are the worst. Yeah. They fight dirty. <laughs> I don't get where like geese and turkeys get off thinking they're tough. Cause like I was back seeing on um, that a couple weeks ago and I was coming late. And there was a turkey in Attleboro in the middle of the road, just fucking sitting in the middle of the road. I'm like, are you going to fucking move? He just sat there. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm doing like this. I'm fucking like, I mean, <laughs> nothing. I had to go around the motherfucker. Like, I don't know where they get off. Yeah. One half that happened to me driving to Sharon one day. There was just one in the middle of the road. So it stopped the car ahead of me and like surround, there were two of them. And this one little fucker, <clears throat> like, like did like a circle around the other car. The other car drove off and then it's me and the things are sitting there. So I'm like, fuck, this thing won't move. So I'm like, do I have to like idle into this thing to get him to move? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I need to do. Cause I'm not just going to like hit the gas. Like, yeah, just pop it in neutral, take your foot <clears> off the <throat> brake and let it just fucking glide. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because he was so close, like it wouldn't have like hurt him or whatever but it would have like nudged him out of like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually it just like got to the side of me and I just like stepped on it. Like fucking get me out of here. Like, <laughs> but, like what the fuck fucking fuck these fucking turkeys. And it's like, they were gone for so long. Yeah. Like they were not around much when we were kids. And then like 2005, they like showed back up. Yeah. Although I mean, the part of Medford where I grew up, I never saw turkeys. Like the first time I saw a turkey, I was probably like 
Oh yeah, that's true. They were in the high school. That's true. But like yeah. the first time outside of there that I probably saw like real animals was when I was in college in Bridgewater. Dude, you should have came over to West. We had, uh, I had coyotes all the time. <laughs> uh, Medford? Turkeys. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's some, some wooded, wooded parts of Medford. Did we ever did, I would say, did we ever drink at the fucking pond across the street from my parents' house? <laughs> Like I don't behind, think I did. Oh, you mean the cem- behind you mean the, the cemetery? <laughs> no, that was the pond. <laughs> three ponds, three ponds. Sorry. Oh, do you fish in the first pond or the third pond? Well, I don't know. I I like kind of like the second pond. Oh, well, the third pond's where all the bass are. Okay, yep, they're all the same fucking waterway. Yep. They connect. They yep. literally connect. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the bass go to the other one. Yeah, the carp, the carper in one. You don't want to, you don't want to go near the carp. Because <laughs> there was some Chinese guy. He brought the invasive carp and ate all the fucking bass eggs. Like this is the shit people used to talk about down there. Like it's a fucking amazing. <clears throat> and there was like, oh well, you know, you know, Steve burned out that tree. It's like, well, who the fuck is Steve? Yeah. Like, like oh, he comes down here a lot. I go, dude, like. I'm here every fucking day. I'm fucking 12 years old and I, I'm it's summer. Like I'm not doing anything else. I'm fucking fishing here every day. And I see you every fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, why yes. fucking uh, like I was saying in the group text the other day, all like the, uh, the older guys from like Somerville and Charlestown that work for the moving company. Uh, they all just shit on people from Medford. <laughs> I would, I would like to like see, I mean, Medford is a ridiculous place. Yeah. And the people there do fucking suck. And like, yes, myself included, because <laughs> I fucking suck. But like, I do wonder why, like. Like, how does someone from Somerville hate Medford? Like, Somerville fucking sucks. It does. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine someone from Cambridge doesn't like where you're from. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah, that is weird, right? Because we don't really, I mean, kind of Malden, but that's not really like a real thing. Like we shit on people from Malden, but no, actually, no. You know what it is, is we shit on people from like Winchester. Winchester. <laughs> we fucking hate people from Medford, hate the people from Winchester. Socks and marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Coughlin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, like, Winch- Winchester, fuck Winchester. They have fake sucks. money. Like no, have, Winchester. No, they have real money. Winchester I know, but it's money. like fuck them. <laughs> no, they're they're just pussies. That's the difference. It's like they're all the worst people ever. Yeah. Now, but that's the thing. They have real money. Places like Easton don't have real money. People have nice jobs. I have a good job. People, people in Winchester own many, many gas stations in evade every single tax dollar that they're supposed to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to talk real money? Yeah. Talk about the fucking Lebanese in fucking Winchester. That is fucking buku cash. Like their house is bigger than fucking Cam Neely's. Yeah. Were they like your big rival in high school? No, cuz so despite them being adjacent to us, we didn't play them cuz they were in a different league. Yeah. Um our biggest rival probably Malden. Um, that was for football only. I don't know about the other sports. Cause when we played, 
I think so basketball like, was Cambridge. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because hockey, none of our GBL teams, they were all trash. So same thing for a lacrosse. So like lacrosse, you you guys probably had to catch like I don't even know, like Sunbury. Our 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 rival ended up being Melrose because we played them in the years that we made the tournament. Like if we made the if we made the playoffs, we always ended up fucking playing Melrose and we always lost. So I don't know if you would call that a rivalry. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) because we all we never beat them. (laughs) Because for hockey, it was like every fucking year, Everett blowout, Somerville blowout yeah cambridge blowout yeah malden blowout like yeah every fucking year and it's like what should have been our biggest rival would have been malden catholic but we didn't play them right well so malden catholic had mostly kids from medford that's why it would have been a good rivalry <laughs> yeah between mc ac and austin prep <clears throat> it would have been like people that we all played with growing up so right. But I think Austin Prep was probably just too good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like we didn't play the school like because Hawk like the the like the GBL was awful. They were so fucking bad. Yeah. At hockey, so bad. So yeah, the, I don't even uh, know who like the a white people sports. <clears throat> the GBL was very bad at white people sports, and you know you can use your imagination as to why. <laughs> they sucked they sucked at hockey they sucked at lacrosse there was a kid on cambridge on the lacrosse team who had one arm and and he played like a lot so um nothing against people with only one arm but i mean if you've ever played lacrosse before that's your top 10 you kind of need two arms (laughs) i can see it being helpful to have two yeah i mean I think uh, the closest game we've we'd ever had with Malden, at least in my four years, uh, was a, a win by thirteen goals. <laughs> it was like fifteen to two. I think yeah. was was the final, something like that. I actually even think I'm like trying to remember like games against Malden High in hockey, and I just don't even remember them. We might not have even played them. They might not have even had hockey. Yeah. Well, that's what. I forget who it was. Malden did that with, no, maybe Cambridge did that with Somerville because Somerville didn't have a lacrosse team. So if there were kids at Somerville High that wanted to play lacrosse, <laughs> they got to play for Cambridge. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, not so good at the white people's sports. Uh, very good, however, at uh, football and basketball. <laughs> probably, probably track. Yep. Yep. Medford had Medford Medford did okay in soccer because we got enough illegal immigrants in. Yeah, we had tons of Brazilians. Yeah. And they were definitely here illegally. Oh, 100 percent I think there were two kids on the team that were they got deported like, after winning states. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. But that's that's not just me like, you know, being like, oh, I think what no, no, like literally sent back to their country. Yeah, it's like winning the state championship was probably the worst thing they could have done. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause then> <laughs> because now they're here. like, hmm, how come we don't have a record of, of these kids? Because that's also mid-school year. Yep. It's not like, oh, well, they just had to finish out the school. Nope. 
Nope. Soccer season ends like, you know, right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right before. <laughs> yeah. Before Christmas. See ya. Yeah. Yep. But then I think that, so I think Medford, I thought I saw it a few years ago. I think they were fucking bringing illegals in again because um, they were getting into an eligibility issue. I'm like, let's oh, really? fucking go in soccer. Yeah. But then I think they lost like the game anyway. I think Jay is the coach now. Was he a good coach before? Yeah. His dad no. was the coach for fucking oh, yeah. ever. Um, his dad was Hopefully the coach when like, we were kids. Yeah, I know. Um, that would be a good question for Eric. Shout out to Eric, friend of the show. I think he's friends with Jay. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's the coach now, Medford High. I don't know. I wonder what he's doing. I'm pretty sure he's not a teacher. <laughs> but I don't know. It's been like a fucking decade. People change. It's just funny. <laughs> like, it's isn't it funny to think like I was talking to someone about this the other day. Maybe it was at work. Uh, we were like. It's funny to think about like the people you grew up with, like in middle school and high school that like you haven't seen in like 10 or 15 years. And you just imagine like in your brain, they exist as that shithead 16 year old. Right. But like a lot of things happen over the course of 15 years. So it's like, they're not the same shithead 16 year old when they're 31 years old. Like they might've actually like gotten their shit together. And it's just, it's weird to think that like, that's what that guy's doing. Which funny, like when I said, like, I don't think Jay's a teacher, but he, he could be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he might be, I don't know. I don't know what he does, but it's just funny. It's, it's, isn't it weird to think like, oh, well I, when I knew this kid, he was a fucking weirdo. And now he's like, you know, whoever it may be, be like, oh, wow, now they're fucking killing it. You know, they're making fucking a million dollars a year <laughs> working at a paving company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, even, like my best friend from Iceland, like he's been in the military for a billion years. And I remember, I still remember him as like an absolute menace to society. And he has three <laughs> kids now. He's like a normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Isn't that? And I still think of him as like this fucking psychopath. He's like, no, I got to go to bed at like six because the kids (laughs) get up at four. So So you're not like drinking dirty now. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that shit happens quick too. It does. It's like one day you just wake up and you're like, oh, okay, all right, I gotta. I guess I gotta get my shit together now. (laughs) I mean, some people do that. Yeah, some people, but. Fuck those people. Like, can I can't imagine now this is a different scenario because this is not someone that I haven't seen in a decade. I see him quite frequently, but I can't imagine Vinny ever like being a put together. As I know this is gonna sound awful, but I can't imagine him being like a, an extremely like you know, like put together, like you know, wearing a fucking polo shirt tucked into his fucking khakis with like the, two okay. little kids running so, around. So why the fuck would he have to do that? In what situation does he have to do that? I don't know. That is going to be like, ugh. can't even speak because I hate that shit. Cause people think like, cause we went through this with cunt, cunty Chris at the gym and it's like, it's like, Oh, well, you're going to be a dad soon. He goes, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what do you want me to do? Go out buy jeans, hiking boots and a fucking, a plaid button down to wear a vest <laughs> over like, dude, he's still going to fucking dress the same. Yeah. He's still going to borderline act the same. <laughs> it's just, you know, you pick and choose your battles a little bit differently. 
That's all it is. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, See, that one makes a lot more sense versus like what I was saying before with the people that you haven't seen in 15 years. And then all of a sudden they're like a real person. Don't let them fucking fool you. At At the end of the day, they're all the same fucking person. They really fucking are. (laughs) <laughs> people don't change <laughs> people don't change they can like dude okay it's 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 south park cartman you're wearing you're just wearing a nice sweater you're not being nice i don't think i understand the difference like you can fucking polish a turd but it's still a piece of shit like these people are all the same now <clears throat> some of them might work decent jobs fine that doesn't mean they're not the person that they were it just means that career wise they did things the way that they wanted to do things or fucking i don't know lucked into something i have no fucking clue like these people aren't any fucking different like think of think about like our teachers growing up like growing like i'm talking like when we were young like who these teachers were which is really funny to think of now they're like and now think about the people that we fucking graduated with yes that are teachers and now they're those people yeah exactly it's so funny like you have zero concept of reality when you're a child because you think like oh this is my teacher like it's my teacher like they're gonna do they do things like teach me and stuff yeah but then like on a Wednesday night, they're out fucking doing body shots and puking in the fucking toilet at, you know, 1130 at night. Yeah. And they're showing up to work on a Thursday hungover. Yeah. Why do you think we're watching a movie randomly (laughs) midweek? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like it makes so much sense when you get older and you know, the people, but like, it's true. Like when you're a little kid, you're like, Oh no, it's, this isn't a real person. This is my teacher. (laughs) Yeah. That's why like uh, school of rock. When it's like, oh, well, uh, Miss Whoever thought she heard this. Oh, you know what? I think Miss Whoever's doing crack. (laughs) (laughs) I tell the kids that all the time at the gym. They're like, oh, well, my teacher said this. I go, well, your teacher doesn't know shit. (laughs) And they like, they like take a step back. And I'm like, your teacher could have fucking graduated with me. They're just as stupid as I am. (laughs) And that like, that's the best part is I say shit like that. Yeah. I go, dude, I could have, I could have been hanging out with your teacher in college, like very easily. Right. Well, your teacher could be a friend of mine. You have no idea. Yeah. Or they yeah. could be just a dumb motherfucker as I am. <laughs> and that seems to like catch them off guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's what my teacher said. I go, how about this? Let your English teacher teach you fucking English. Don't let them teach you anything else because they probably don't fucking know. Because <laughs> if they were so fucking smart, they wouldn't be a fucking teacher. True. In those who can't do teach. So <laughs> those who can't teach teach gym. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was funny. A couple of weeks ago, we went to, uh, we went to the Red Sox game for, uh, Amy's friend's birthday. And we walk in past like the ticketing part and there's a guy doing magic tricks, right? Like he's like, he's just there as a fucking, I don't know what you call him a vendor, but he's got like a whole setup and he's past the ticketing. So he's like, part of Fenway, right? Just doing magic tricks. And I go, is that Matt? (laughs) It's like this guy that I worked with while I was teaching at Foxborough. He was like the fifth grade math math teacher there while I taught sixth grade. And I was like, holy shit, that he's a fucking magic guy at like, he does magic tricks at the Red Sox game. Like, like that's your fucking teacher. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 
So speaking of clowns, uh, we get some developments today with the, uh, the clown show franchise of the, uh, good old Boston Bruins. So, uh, Jones, what do you, uh, what are your thoughts? Give me your takes on, on the good old spoke B. So you're fucked basically. (laughs) Um, The fact they fired Cassidy was, he was very low on the list of issues. Um, basically what it boils down to is that Cam protected his boy, Sweeney. Yep. And uh, the Jacobs just don't give a shit anymore. I mean, not that they ever did. I was they, they never did. Yeah. They never, never really. There was like a glimmer of hope, though, once um, Jeremy gave it over to, what's his kid's name? Steven. I think so. Either Steven or, I won't say Charlie, but I think Charlie, I'm making Yeah, it could be Charlie. I think that's right. I think Charlie Jacobs now. He took Either. over. He took over like maybe two, three years ago, I think. Something and then, like, like shortly after that is when you know they went to the Stanley Cup in 2019. It might have been the first year actually um, that he that he was at the helm, and uh, everyone was like, "Oh wow, look, Charlie Jacobs!" Like you know, it's not his dad, but turns out that you know he is. <laughs> or if he isn't, uh, his dad still has significant pull. <laughs> I think I'm I'm pretty sure he, uh, the old man still does. Yeah, he's kind of like it, like behind the scenes. But I saw a thing. I mean, the Bruins. I don't think missed the playoffs once under Cassidy. No, and they that's didn't. significant holes. I mean, you never gave Krejci any sort of wing help. Um, you drained eighty forty million dollars on like Polino, Richie, uh, No Sick. I'm trying to pull up the text right now. Yeah, that text you sent us earlier was pretty fucking crazy. Or Craig Smith, uh, Mike Riley, Derek Forbert, Olmark, which I mean, I'm fine with the player. I hate the contract. No sick. Howla, I, I kind of like the player. Felino's trash and Richie. Yeah. 84 million dollars on those players. Yeah. I mean, they they just don't give a fuck. They they don't. They at the end of the day, I think Felger said it a couple of weeks ago. The Jacobs are just looking to try to get a couple game, a couple playoff games in at the right. gate, and they're <clears throat> so. So here's the question: Are the Boston Bruins the Cincinnati Bengals of the NHL? Because that ownership is that the Brown family? I think yeah. so. Yeah. The Browns let Marvin Lewis go for a long, long time because they never needed to win the big one. But an extra playoff game was okay. Yeah. Now, a big reason to, or a big uh, argument against that would be that they actually made three cup finals losing two. And to this day, I will still die on the hill that the players didn't show up when they needed to. And I don't think a different coach gets those players to score more goals. I just, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I think, cause at the end of the day, like at some point it's the players that have to put the puck in the net. Right. And when Yarmir Yager is like your third ever leading goal scorer and he scores <clears throat> one in a series, that's just not fucking good enough. Yeah. So 
I think like that, that's what I, again, th- 13 and 19, the goal scorers just went cold. And I don't, I, again, hockey's one of those where it's like, I just don't really think that the coach had, I think he has like the least influence out of any sport. Yeah. Cause what is he going to do? Really? He's going to change the lines, but like, that doesn't mean you that like the guys are going to. Yeah. It's like produce can, any differently. Like you can put a new guy in, but like, okay. But what if the new guy comes in and doesn't score? Like, like this right. is the thing, like, <clears throat> and it, it really only works. And I know this is a shitty way to say it, but it really only works until it doesn't. Right. So the Bruins did that this season. They had your, your stupid fucking perfection line. That's just a bunch of fucking assholes. It's the Marshawn Bergeron and pasta. Right. And then all of a sudden things just seem to not be going so well. So Cassidy drops pasta to the second line and brings DeBrusque up to the first line. And every, and then all of a sudden like DeBrusque comes to life and he scores like seven goals over the course of like, 12 games or something like that. Wasn't that like February, March, like towards the end of the season, like they did that. And everyone was like, Oh, wow, look, they figured it out. So now you got a great first line, like DeBrusque is able to produce and you have now Taylor Hall and David Pasternak on the same line with, albeit kind of a shitty center, but you know, it is what it is. Like you have Taylor Hall and David Pasternak on the same line. You got two, two great top lines. Like that's, that's great. And then you get Charlie Coyle on the center on the third line. So it's, He's, he's a very good third line center. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 it's great. It's awesome. Well, and then the end of the month rolls around and then DeBrus goes cold and Pasta doesn't really do much outside of the power play. So then they're like, well, all right, well, I guess we'll kind of, you know, our backs are a little bit against the wall. So I guess we'll just toss Pasternak back on the first line and uh, throw, throw DeBrus back to the second line and then hope things change. And they didn't. And they fucking lost in seven games to Carolina. It's that's what happens, you know? And like I said, it's, it sounds like a cop out and it's a shitty way to say it, but like it works until it doesn't. Right. So like, I really do think that what you said, uh, Dats was, you know, the coach in the NHL might have the least actual effect on the game. Right. Cause it's not like, at least in football coach can throw a challenge flag, right? The coach is, calling plays, right? Like there's a break, there's a break in game in time, right? There's anywhere from, you know, whatever, 10 to 30 seconds in between each play. So the coach is actively calling the plays and changing and doing stuff and all that baseball. I mean, I mean, the manager sets the lineup. Maybe baseball is the one sport where like the manager doesn't really have that much of an impact on the game, Yeah, but the but- manager changes pitchers. Okay. In people, That's fair. Yeah. Lineup changes line, like lineup order. Yep. I don't know how, I don't know who calls the game. Like, I don't know if that's the catcher yeah. or if that's the pitching coach. Like, I don't know how that works, but right. Right. <clears throat> it, like this is the thing with hockey is you can send out like, cause the, the one control is like the line change. So say you're at home, you got the line change. So you send out your best line. And somehow you caught their weakest defensive line. So you send them out there and, you know, they might get a couple opportunities, but then the other team blocks one shot, puck clears. And it's like, okay, change it up. It's like, oh, cool. Right. We just had that opportunity. Like, 
I was like, yeah. oh, well, we had the line change. What happened? It's like, oh, right. It's still hockey. It's yeah. a low scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless I mean, you're uh, <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> they're so, <laughs> they're so fucking nasty. They don't win the cup. It's a damn shame. What do they average? Time. They average like five goals a game in that oh. Edmonton series. I think, didn't they win one game like seven to one or something? They won one game fucking like, they scored like 15 goals. It was like nine to six. Yeah, it was eight, six. Eight, six was game one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... I mean, you're, I mean, for the first couple months, I mean, the Bruins are fucked. I mean, they're they're rolling out the Providence Bruins. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see Lizelle up there. I mean, you're having, right now as it stands, Paula is your first line center. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yep. They need to play the kids. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against that, but I mean, if you're trying to like throw together a competitive outfit, I mean, that's just not what's going to happen. No, but I've been watching for borderline 11 years of veteran plug and play or vet, yeah, veteran plug and play, like fill this spot, this whatever. And it's like, this doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Put the young kids, just put the fucking young kids out there. They're going to make some mistakes, but maybe they'll make some shit happen too. Just like let them fucking play. We right. draft all these guys and they never crack the fucking NHL. Yeah. And then the guys that do. Yeah. Trent Frederick. We just fucking, yeah, they're not even that good. Or we just bury them. Yeah, I was drafted in the first round. They knew he was going to be a bottom six forward. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine that you project as a bottom six forward. Yeah. Your 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 ceiling is bottom six. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's my whole thing with Sweeney. Like I don't under like I, I get why Cam protects them because they're boys. But like he's not putting it. I mean, how many times have we did we see Krejci not have like the ghost of Rick Nash yep. or Jerome Gilla or Yager or just just watched a bums? When I mean if you gave Krejci Taylor Hall and Pasta. That'd be amazing. That'd be incredible. Yep. Hey, hey, if you're lucky, you might get that next year. <laughs> if that happens, I will kill myself. I might just kill myself anyways. We still have a death pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can influence the death pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. It would be the first hit of the year. <laughs> it <Yeah>. would be. <laughs> Might be the only two. Now nah, we're only halfway through, right? Yeah, no, that's true. We still got time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of went on a little a mini Twitter rant um, today between today and yesterday. Like the fact that Don Sweeney still has a job, but Bruce Cassidy got fired is an absolute fucking atrocity. If in, in my opinion, right, you fire both of them. Like you can't just fire Bruce and keep Sweeney. You have to fire both because then, because you always get into the shit and this is across all sports, right? If you just fire the GM, the new GM comes in and sometimes they don't want to work with that coach. Like they want their guy, right? Like that's, you hear that, like I said, across all sports. So you either fire the coach or you fire both of them. And in this case, Don Sweeney has done nothing 
over the course of the last four years plus to show that he deserves to keep his job. So you fire both of them. And I'm not, again, not that the Jacobs actually give a shit, but if they did, if we had some real fucking ownership, uh, Cam Neely should probably be out the fucking door too. I mean, that's never going to happen. He's Danny Ainge. It, Cam yeah, Neely is, is Danny Ainge, right? He's got the job until he, he runs into some fucking hot water and has to mysteriously retire. <laughs> and then he'll go become the CEO of the Canucks. <laughs> Just like Ainge went and became the CEO of the Jazz. <laughs> Just fired, the their, alone, fired, fired their Sweet. coach. Yeah. No, he stepped down. <clears throat> the jazz the jazz coach snyder he quit yeah, he's out yeah he quit yeah, whatever whatever you, you can't fire me because i quit like dude same thing he's out yeah yeah well yeah that's true it could be a pr spin but i saw the thing this thing on somewhere today that was like oh danny ainge said that he wished he, they could have kept him like they wish he didn't quit but it's probably just a pr spin yeah yeah well i was gonna make the trade <laughs> we were interested kings of interest the celtics and the red Sox. but i think it just goes to show well actually no the celtics are in the finals so i guess i can't really say that when is game three tonight tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. um tomorrow. what it's tied right one one yep i don't i don't know basketball um, oh, dude dude are you gonna go to the game yeah <laughs> yeah are you gonna go are you gonna Dude, are you gonna go into town? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna take the ticket? Yeah, I'm gonna hop in. Um, so I was gonna say, I think we're entering the time period where um, Boston sports are effectively just gonna go back to sucking again, like they did when we were kids. But I mean, I guess technically the Celtics are good. I don't know if people. I know. I I say this like hyperbolically like i know some people do actually care about the celtics but i was going to say like i don't know if people really give a shit about the celtics but um probably more people give a shit about the celtics and the bruins if i were to guess i would probably say that outside of like the senior citizen population celtics are probably number two in the city they definitely are yeah like the red sox somehow still gain more viewers whatever but again i think that's fucking old people yeah yeah it's like that demographic, like outside of ages, like 12 to fucking 64. Yeah. <laughs> like they just crush it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. You mean literally irrelevant populations? Yeah. Yeah. You mean the nursing homes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like every TV in the nursing home is just turned to the Red Sox game. Chil- children and old people. Yeah. So I don't know. Bruins suck. Boston I mean, I sports think I, are going to suck. I think I the think I, the Pats are going to suck this year. They're definitely. I mean, I think I've, I've said this on the podcast. And I've said it plenty of times before. Like, I mean, the Carmen Meteor is here. Like, we had twenty years of just dick stomping everybody. Yeah. So I mean, the Bills do. Right. I mean, that's right. And that's that's fair, right? Like I said, like we. We are probably the last, maybe like 
uh, how old am I? 30, maybe um, 28. So people born in 94, but even maybe not. Like I might be like the tail, the very tail end that like actually legitimately remembers when Boston sports were fucking trash. Um, I would say probably people born in 94 would probably remember too. Because we, we were we were going in to watch the Celtics and the Bruins when I was in middle school. Um, and we would we would take the tea in. And then we would get the $10 tickets. We'd buy them at the window out, outside of the fleet center. And then we would go in, we'd get, you know, we'd sit in the last row and then by either the second period, if it was the Bruins or halftime, if it was the Celtics, we would just move down. Like sometimes we got like almost courtside or like glass seats. Sometimes we made it to the loge section, but like no one gave a shit because the place was half empty because the teams were so bad. Like, I remember, like, I remember vividly, like, our teams being very bad. And that's why, like, the Red Sox in 04 was, like, such this crazy thing. I know the Patriots in 01, yeah, but, like, I feel like the Red Sox in 04 was bigger than the Pats in 01. Like, the Pats won the Super Bowl in 2001, but, like, they still weren't, like, the, like, the, the town's team until... I don't know. What do you think? Like 07, maybe? I think after the Eagles Super Bowl. Once they had the three, that yeah. was, that was, yeah. Because then I mean, also, the Red Sox won that year too. So, I mean, they broke the curse those 86 years. So, that was just the culmination of everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that parade is, is that still the biggest parade in, in, Boston history, I think something like that. The the O four Red Sox parade. It probably was. I would assume so. It was either that or the Bruins in eleven. Well, the Bruins was on a Saturday. So I think it was the Bruins then. I think it was like one point five million people were estimated at the Bruins. I think that's the number. Like that's the record numbers. One point five. That Bruins parade was insane. I was there. That was yeah. I was there for that too. That was fucking wild. So like you said, you can't be, you can't be great forever. So here's what it is. Uh, Speaking of also, you can't be great forever. uh, It seems as if we have a bit of a, depending on who you talk to, uh, a bit of a retirement tour budding uh, in the golf world. Uh, the LIV tour, the live tour, however you want to say it. Um, we've got some, some not breaking news, but like some news that just dropped today. Right. So Phil, well, this was yesterday, but Phil Mickelson came out and gave this big whole long post about how like he spent time reflecting and doing all this shit and whatever. And then at the very end he goes, and that's why I'm going to go to the live tour. And that's why all this. And then it came out that, the live tour is paying him $200 million per year uh, to play there. I don't know how long the deal is, but it's 200 per, um, which funny as a side note, they had said that they had paid, they had offered tiger uh, a massive deal that I saw some rumors that it was in the $500 million per year range. So 
if it was theoretically, if it was a two-year contract, it would have been a billion dollars. <laughs> and, and Tiger said no. Um, he came out and actually made a statement, which I thought was fine, right? Like he came out and said, like, golf to me, something along the lines of like golf to me at this point in my career is more than about money. It's about um, the history books and it's about being mentioned alongside the other guys that are already cemented and all that shit. So I get it, right? Like he doesn't need, he also doesn't need the money either. Well, like none even, of them do. Dude, if you go on Twitter, no one needs money. Yeah, yeah, right. They've all made enough. Yeah. But like Tiger in and of himself, like he's a billionaire, right? Like I'm pretty, he's. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. worth over a billion. He's already a billionaire. So like I said, even was a, if it was a two year billion dollar contract, he can say no. Cause he's just trying to go out and essentially just win majors and see if he can get close to Jack at this point, but we'll see. Cause he's got a fucking a leg that's been through a meat grinder, but <clears throat> you know, um, Phil, Phil got 200 million a year. Dustin Johnson got 125 million per year. And then it was announced today. Today it became official. I think um, that Rico, Good old Ricky Fowler uh, has announced that he will be joining the live tour. He fucking should. He needs no cut events. He sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he is a fucking bum. Everyone on Twitter is, is dubbing the live tour, the retirement tour. Cause they're saying it's like all either old guys or guys that can't hack it anymore, which I mean, that's tough, right? Like, because the live tour is in a tough spot. It's, it's trying to start out. So you're not going to get Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas. You're not going to get those guys to just leave the PGA tour. Um, so you're going to get some off guys, some older guys, some guys that aren't that great. Right. Like, I don't know. I think it's just, it's almost like, um, taking the low hanging fruit. I think that's a, that if, if that's a appropriate, like if that analogy works, it's just to shit on the live tour and be like, Oh yeah, it's old, it's old retired guys and hacks. It's like, well, you got Dustin Johnson and I know Kevin Na isn't like amazing, but like, he's, he doesn't suck. He sucks. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I think it's going to be fine. I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch the events. I don't give a oh, shit. I'm going out of my way to watch now. I'm just doubling yeah. down on all these idiots that, they can't do anything <clears throat> but complain about the term and only using the terms blood money and sports washing. Yep. I want to def, which by definition, it is not blood money. Right. It is, it is not. It is our money. I want to, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to read this tweet that I saw right before we got on here uh, from one Brandel Shambly, who is arguably the biggest cunt in golf. Um, his tweet from today is, if successful, the Saudi-backed Live Golf will prove to be a plague on the game. The 48 players who tee off this Friday have exchanged a little bit of their soul for money, and they tilt the game in a very bad direction, and every one of them knows they are helping to sell a lie. So like what I the said, fuck is the PGA Tour selling? So like fucking said, riddle, me, riddle me that fucking brand. The biggest cunt in the PGA Tour, because... Like we've covered already on this show, the DP World Tour is sponsored by the Saudis. Like their Euro Tour, that it's now 
because it you what did it used to be? It was it just the Euro Tour? Just it was just the European Tour. The European Tour. Now it's called or it's the like D- du- the DP. It's Dubai. It's like Dubai, but it's all fucking sand people. Like it's all the yeah. same thing. Yeah, the DP World Tour, sponsored <clears throat> by Dubai from the United Arab Emirates, right? So right next to Saudi Arabia, like you said, more sand people, right? The Tuscan, they're all Tuscan Raiders. So now you also have. They like there was a PGA tour event in Saudi Arabia. Like no, it wasn't it wasn't technically it wasn't PGA tour. Technically it was um it was DP, it was a DP world tour event. Okay. But then we talked about it before, all the sponsors that take money from the Saudi government, right? The big one, the fun, the fun one, right? Because it's the RBC Canadian Open this weekend. Well, the RBC, I don't know what it stands for. Royal something. Probably, probably Royal Bank of Canada. Or Royal something. Bank of Canada. Yeah. You know uh, who owns a large percentage of the Royal Bank of Canada? Saudis. Dude, I saw because it, it was someone, someone replied to that tweet from Brandel Shambly because obviously I was scrolling through the comments and they were like, oh yeah, well, how do you explain this weekend's event with the RBC and the RBC's connection to the Saudi government? So I didn't look into it past that, but someone tweeted that to Brandel Shambly. So, you know, there's something there, right? The the level of hypocrisy, this, this is, it is unbelievable. Like there's been a lot of hypocrisy in the last two years. This is, this is up there. Like this is, and I, I know I, obviously I have an interest in golf and if there's something I hate more than people who are soft, it's, it's hypocrites. Yes. And this, this is nuts. Like it is so fucking far beyond like even like reasonable hypocrisy. It's like these people are so fucking outraged without any legitimate arguments. And it always comes back to, Oh, well it's Saudi Arabia. It's just sports washing. It's like, what the fuck is the Olympic games? What the fuck do you think the Olympic games is? Oh, it's a great display of sportsmanship. Fucking is it? Yeah. Oh, national China, pride. China's had three Olympic events in fucking wow, fourteen years. <laughs> where where are they going? Oh, World Cup in Qatar. Qatar. Qatar where, where, wherever yeah, the Qatar. fuck they're going. Yeah. Like, yeah, how's how's Qatar doing with uh, human rights? Do they treat people good over there? Yeah. Like, no, they definitely don't. So, like, Hitler had the fucking Olympics. Yeah. People forget. People forget. Like, so what the fuck are the Olympics if it's not sports washing? And then it's like, oh, blood money. Dude, blood money is literally like money for killing people. I'm last time I checked, beheading someone doesn't give you a check from yeah, I don't know. Like they make money off oil. You want to talk about blood money though? What actual blood money? Well, you don't have to look much further than already in the United States with uh a couple couple companies you might have heard of them before. They're um, Raytheon, uh, Lockheed Martin, uh, Boeing, uh, General Dynamics, right? Like those. That's blood money. That's uh, legitimate blood money. Boeing has a financial interest from Saudi Arabia as well. Yeah. Um, and then, like, not for nothing, no one wants to examine the PGA Tour, so. Let, let, let's throw this around. So the PGA tour, 
is a nonprofit. They do not pay taxes, Correct. but they work, but they operate at a profit because they have more money in, in, in cash than they even know what to do with. So their, their, their tax exempt status never gets scrutinized. Nope. Oh, well, we need the, like, listen, I know it's a fucking loophole. Like stop. It's like the NCAA. Yeah. I would say you're the biggest sham out there, but you're not because the NFL and the NCAA are nonprofits. It's a joke. And then they don't want their players to be employees. Now, if this was any other company in the world, they would be borderline despicable for telling these guys how to operate and how to work, but not making them employees. Like on a low level, personal trainers, if a personal trainer is supposed to be an independent contractor, you cannot tell them, an, a, an employer cannot tell them when to work, what to wear, how to train, how to do anything. They are independent. They work for themselves. If you want to tell them those things, then you have to hire them. Businesses get in trouble for this all the time because it evades uh, payroll taxes and payroll liability. So, you know, instead of paying taxes, you make the person independent contractor, but as a result, they're supposed to be an independent fucking contractor. You're not supposed to then tell them what to do. So the PGA tour wants these guys to be independent contractors, makes them pay for their own hotels, makes them pay for their own caddies, makes them pay for their own travel, makes them pay for their own food. They do everything on their own. And then when they request for a leave to go play some other event, they say no. And if you go play that event, you can't come back. I thought you guys were, I thought they were independent contractors. Sounds a lot like fucking employees. If you ask me. So if the PGA tour doesn't want these guys to go over and fucking play for the, the big money make, then you, you need to pay your people like a salary a year, like whether it's 300 K or whatever, you got to pay these fucking people or else it's, or else you are hypocritical for telling them they can't go play. And that's the only reason this is a big deal is because the PJ tour saying, no, 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 this is a bad thing. You can't go play. So now these guys look like bad guys because PGA tour good Dustin Johnson, bad, like, yeah. And that's how it's turning into yet. There was an art. And I think I talked about this. It was like a article, some golf writer, whatever. The women have an event in Saudi Arabia with a big purse, but that's okay. Cause they need the money yet. <laughs> These guys, so the guys going to the live event, they don't need the money. That's what they're saying. They don't need the money. It's like, well, first of all, who the fuck are you? How about this? Yeah. You you don't need the money that you make. Whatever you make, it's too much. You you don't make you don't you make too much. Yeah. What the fuck if someone told you that? What would you do? You'd fucking freak out. I know you're not a pro golfer, but yeah, like get the fuck out of here. Like, who the fuck are you to tell someone that they make too much money? They're more skilled than you. Be more fucking skilled if you want to make the amount of money that they make. And you want to have that opportunity, have better skills. You have no skills. You're fucking useless. That's why you suck. Like, that's why these people are pieces of shit. Because they're fucking, it's like, oh, well, Dustin Johnson doesn't need the money. How the fuck do you know? And what he chooses to spend his money on is what he chooses to spend his money on. Whatever the fuck you spend your money on, go ahead. You know what? Next time, have better parents, be a better athlete. Go make millions of dollars. And <laughs> if you're going to do that, I would encourage you to be seven feet tall and go play in the NBA because you don't even need to be fucking good to get $15 million a year. And John Rahm, highest earning golfer last year, 
would have been 154th in salary in the NBA. The best golfer in the world makes the same amount as the 154th best player in the NBA. That's insane. It's nuts. And then some of you might say, oh, well, NBA has, has better TV deals, whatever. The NHL, he would be in the 30s, the best golfer on the planet. Earnings, 30th NHL player. Yeah. That's what. So what the PGA Tour does to these guys is horseshit. And that's why I want Liv to actually succeed because I want the PGA Tour to change. I don't think the Liv Golf is going to be a better product. I think it's going to be a shittier product. But I want these guys to actually get paid like professional fucking athletes. Like yeah. they don't like, like look at some of the, like look at the contracts in some of these sports. It's fucking crazy. Whereas if Dustin Johnson starts playing like shit and misses every cut, he will earn $0, zero, zero. So it's just, it, and, and everyone's just, everyone's such a pussy about it. Like, I, I need because the, the USGA came out today and said that the live golf guys can play in the US Open. I saw that. Yeah. So I need Dustin Johnson to win this US Open so fucking bad. <laughs> I need him or I need fucking Taylor Gooch. I need, I need one of these live guys to win the US Open so fucking bad. And I won't bet on any of them. I won't curse them. I don't think any of them will win. Um, most of them aren't that good. And they're coming from fucking London to Boston, the time change, the first thing, the media circus. Like, I don't think any of them will win, mostly the talent problem. But um, fuck, do I need one of them to win so badly? So fucking bad. I have a question. It might sound retarded. I'm retarded. Retarded. So, I mean, but. So is the whole live versus PGA tour thing kind of like a WWE versus AEW thing where the live is just starting out. So it's trying to like hoard players or hoard golfers. Yeah. They're basically just used. They're just throwing fucking crazy cash at people. Okay. That's like literally all they're doing. So yeah. they're throwing crazy money at people. So the only people currently willing to go are older people. So guys that if they never play another PGA tour event, the money they make here is worth it. And that's it. They could, they could be done. Um, there's a couple younger guys that are thinking the same thing. Like they're basically just thinking early retirement, just take the cash and go. But the thing everyone conveniently likes to forget, there's a few guys who have no status at all. Now, some of you may say, what the fuck does that mean? A PGA tour, uh, I'm sorry, a professional golfer with no status does not have anywhere to play. You don't just get to be a professional and sign up for the PGA tour. One PGA tour card, please. Yep. <laughs> you don't get to decide you're a professional golfer and play in a corn ferry tour. There are corn ferry tour members who cannot get into corn ferry tour events. This professional golf shit goes so fucking far. You can be, you can have a corn ferry card. You are a member of the corn ferry tour and you want to play in an event and you can't get in. That sounds dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, because the each person has like a, a rating for how they get in. So it's like, 
if numbers one through 156 want to play, well, 157 doesn't get to play. And it's like more than that because it's not every event's 156 and, you know, some guys there's sponsor exemptions and other shit like that. But like you can be a member of these tours and not be allowed to play in an event. That's a joke. Like the PGA tour, they're, they're talking like some of these guys, if they wanted to play um, last week at the Memorial, well, the Memorial is an invitational. You can't just play. You got to qualify. You got to be eligible to play. It's like, dude, card carrying PGA tour member, not allowed to play in an event. That's a joke. Now, what if there was an live event last week and one of those guys wanted to go play? Now, PGA Tour, you said I can't play that memorial event. And you tell me I can't go fucking play a different event? That's bullshit. Now, is the live stuff just in Saudi or is it just like... No, it's not even in Saudi Arabia. It's What do they have? One event there? There's one event. zero? Yep, I'll I'll, I'll get the lineup for you right now. Dude, they're coming to Boston or Bolton, but... Yeah, so they've got uh, this going weekend. To the, the International in, in Bolton. This weekend, they're in London. Uh, yep. The weekend of July 3rd, Oregon. they're in Portland, Oregon. Yep. Uh, July 31st, they're in Bedminster, which I think is New, New Jersey. Jersey. That's Trump. Yeah, that's the Trump National. Uh, the weekend of September 4th, I think that's Labor Day weekend. It is. They're in Boston at the Bolton. International. They're in Bolton. Yeah, I mean. That is not Boston. Yeah, I mean, it's. It just says it. So uh, September 18th, they're in Chicago. Uh, October 9th, they're in Bangkok in Thailand. Uh, October 16th, there it is in Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. And then they wrap up the season on October 30th in Miami at another Trump course. I thought it was just like a Saudi, like Mideast. No, they're not even over there. <laughs> so there's eight. There's eight events of this season. One's in the Middle East. One's in Asia. One's in Europe. Yep. And then six of them. Nope. Five of them are in the United States. In the United States. That's crazy to me. Yep. One of them is like in our backyard. So it like legitimately is WWE versus AEW. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like I think I know. I know Bob just said it, but like. I feel like people that just openly just shred the live tour, they know nothing about it, which it's what it is, right? If you've been following politics at all, people just shred anything and they don't actually like, cause it's always like, hey, did you read the book? Right? Like when someone freaks out about something, did you read the book? Did you read the quote? Did you read whatever it is? But like, did you read the article? No one actually reads any of it. Or right? did, did you so think now it's just like, beyond Dustin Johnson? Did you think just beyond him? Because there's an right. amateur playing too. Some Spanish right. kid that played at um, maybe Arizona State. And you know what he said? Why he's playing? Because PGA Tour won't give me any exemptions. Yeah. He goes, everyone else gets exemptions. I got nothing. Yeah. He goes, I have nowhere to play. This place is giving them somewhere to play. So is it okay for guys who have nowhere to play to go play this event. And I would say yes, because as a professional golfer, if you have nowhere to play, that's bullshit. But then it's like, oh, well, if you're already established on the PGA tour, you're not allowed to go play bullshit. Talking out of both sides of your mouth, hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's what I mean. Like no one know, like no one realizes that of an eight, eight event season one event 
is actually in Saudi Arabia. One event. Yep. But they just like, oh, it's the Saudi league. They, they must play in Saudi Arabia all the time. And it's a sellout. It's blood money. Nope. One event. One event. Yeah. One event. PGA Tour just being cunts about it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I and mean, again, they're they're trying to protect their product. I get that, but they don't do what they need to do on their end to protect their product. Like it's a it's a joke. It's a it's 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 a fucking joke. Like they won't allow releases, but you have to buy your own hotel rooms. Like that's comical. Yeah, that's that's ass. Like, and and that's the thing. Until now. You could argue, oh, it's fine because you're an independent contractor. Okay, fine, sure. But when I want to leave to go play that event, I can, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's like, okay, yeah, now now we got a fucking problem. Right. Never mind that I understand, like, so golf media, they need to hitch their wagon to the PGA Tour because the live golf might be gone in a few years, and it might be. So if you end up being anti-PGA Tour and you can't get access to the course, the players or anything, then as a golf media company, you're fucking fucked. So that's what, that's why they're all taking the stances they're taking. They're all supporting the PGA Tour because that's who fucking butters their bread. But then in the comments, it's like people just, people just don't think for themselves. And it's like, I don't want them to think for themselves because I don't trust them that they actually can think. But I'm like, man... You people, you people fucking suck. People are the worst kind of people. So, like, if the Live Tour were to go under, the PGA Tour wouldn't take Phil back or DJ back? Uh, we don't know. That's what they said. But that might have been just a threat. Money. Like, I, I think that's free money if they, if they don't let DJ back. I mean, he's still good. Yeah, and people like him. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that sounds asinine to me. I mean, whatever. Started, so. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I want to start wrapping this bitch up. Yep. All right. I would. Uh, I would like to dedicate this episode to Brockton's Cam Smith. Aha. Uh-huh. So last week I went to DW to play, and I go inside. The woman's like, "Oh, you're gonna be playing with uh, Tim." I'm like, "Yeah, cool, whatever. I don't give a fuck." So. <clears throat> I go outside. Tim's there. Tim's got long hair out of the back of his hat. He's wearing a hat on backwards. Actually, genuinely looks like Cam Smith. No ratty stash. I wish he did. If he had a ratty stash, I would absolutely have taken a picture of with him and said, hey, this is Cam Smith. So no ratty stash, but the hair and the face look like Cam Smith. So this dude is wearing camo joggers, a white button down. (laughs) <laughs> but like also unbuttoned. So like when the wind blew a certain way, you can see his nipples. <laughs> he's drinking a Michelob Ultra at 940 in the morning on a Tuesday. Nice. And he's smoking Marble Light 100s. I'm like, all right, <laughs> like whatever. So he likes to party. So then <laughs> before we get, before we're ready to go, I was playing with Super Nintendo Chalmers. He's also like a three handicap. And the guy's like, oh, like you guys pretty good. I go, ah, you know, we know how to play. And he's like, oh, like, like, what will you shoot? Like, like low 80s or something? I go, I don't know, man. Like, we're both three handicaps. He goes, whoa, you'll shoot 75. I go, probably not. I go, that's usually not how that works. I go, average, probably 78. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, great. Here we fucking go. 
So I'm looking at his bag, older clubs. It's on a old pull cart, not <laughs> legitimate at all. Like I don't even think this thing was designed to hold golf clubs, but whatever it, it keeps everything off the ground. <laughs> now the guy wasn't very good, but the dude could play. Like I'm going to be a thousand percent. Like he, he could play. But like, like we're playing, he's doing the thing like, oh, what club did you hit there? I go, dude, it's 148 yards. I'm like, we're not doing the club thing. Like, yeah. it's, we're not doing that today. He's like, oh, is that like a, like a, like an eight? And I go, the fuck, man? Like, who gives a fuck what I'm hitting? It was a nine iron. Yeah. And I went fucking long. I go, I recommend you don't hit a nine iron because you won't get it there. Like, fuck me. And then like, you know, we're playing like one hole. It's like, again, Pat, so Pat hits the ball pretty good. And he was like hitting like pitching wedge. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of like hopefully keep a nine iron under the wind. It's like, oh, I was thinking about punching a four iron. I go, then fucking hit the fucking shot that you were going to hit. Because at the end of the day, you ended up breaking probably 85. Like, I think he did. But I'm like, clearly, you know how to fucking play golf. Who gives a shit what the fuck club I'm hitting? What if I was hitting a six iron just trying to run it on the ground? And like just running it up there, like would you also fucking hit six on? Like, yeah, who yeah. Cares, man. Oh, what club you hitting? Uh, I hate that. It's like, oh, what club you hitting? Like, dude, you don't even know. Like, like, like that's the thing is, out of the three of us, all of us had different lofts on our clubs. Yeah. So it's like, Pat's nine iron is stronger than mine, and mine was stronger than that guy's. So it's like maybe you do need to hit a fucking four iron like punch shot. Like, I don't know. Clearly, you seem like you know what the fuck you're doing, at least good enough to fucking knock it around. Like, I don't think he made a I think he made one double. And I think it was on like the fucking 14th hole or something like the guy knew his way around a golf course. Yeah. Yeah. But he was my uh, well, I drink the beer to, to, to manage my back pain. That that's who this guy was. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a new one. I've never heard of drinking at 940 on a Tuesday to have to manage your back pain. Yeah. And I didn't get into it with them. I just, I just looked, I just think I just like looked away. I'm like, I think there's a better way. (laughs) Maybe there isn't. I don't know. I just got to imagine that if you, if your back hurts and you drink a bunch of beer to get through a round of golf, your back is just going to hurt more the next day. That's how I would imagine <laughs> it go. But yeah, I think that's fair. What do I know as a common idiot? So yeah, that was a new one. He drinks, he drinks Mick ultras just to, uh, just to manage his back pain. Nine forty yeah. on a Tuesday. So cure your back pain. Yeah. yeah. You'd be drinking hard liquor to cure your back pain. Yeah. Strikes me as a not anymore on pills guy. Yeah. Yeah. Almost has that. You know, like how like some of the like people have like the drug addict cheek. Yeah. Where it's like they got the raspy voice and the talks too much and thinks I'm yeah. interested in what they have to say. So like, you know, like that type of person. Yeah. 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 Strikes me as like he was ridden pretty hard. <laughs> but he didn't look that old for 48. Like, I think that's what he, I think he said 48. And he didn't look, he didn't look bad to be perfectly honest. So maybe he wasn't written too hard. Hmm. He was written hard, but put away dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Written hard, put away wet. Uh, Jones, you got a final thought. Uh, I do. 
Um, what do you think is the worst place to get a tattoo? Because I think whatever your answer is, is wrong. Pain tolerance wise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have half sleeve on my right arm, right peck and right shoulder blade. So I can't speak to any other area. Uh, bicep was pretty shitty to, and my, so my biceps completely shaded. That was, um, that was the one time I was sitting there and I'm like, I've, I've, I'm good here. I've, I've had enough. <laughs> I, I don't want you to scrape my bicep anymore. Um, please stop. <laughs> like as it got, where's my tattoo actually go to? Cause so the weird one was my peck because it felt like he was in my armpit and he was not. Yeah. It also felt like he was on my nipple, which he was not. Um, so that one was weird. Like a lot of like weird referred pain, whatever. And then collarbone didn't feel very good, but, uh, I've also heard from other people. I've heard the inside of the elbow is extremely shitty. Huh. Um, I think I know someone who had an entire sleeve and a rib piece. And he said inside of the elbow was the worst. Um, so, all right, let's see. We're doing this. I'm guessing the worst place to get one. I would say sternum. That would be my guess to the worst. Yeah. Like right in like bottom of the sternum. So like top of your stomach like below the nipple line, your xiphoid process, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that would probably be the worst spot. I would, uh, I mean, I know this isn't a common place, but it, it does exist. Uh, if I were to say it would probably be the eyelid. Ooh, that's. I have a fuck. Do you even do eyelid? I don't know. I think that's part of the, the problem, right? You gotta like keep your eye closed the entire time. And it fucking hurts. It's like a tough spot. Yeah. So the reason I say this is because I got uh, an ankle. I got two ankle tattoos, both sides. I got. Yep. Yep. That part, and they're on my other ankle. I it was maybe forty five minutes, and I wanted to die. <laughs> Yeah, that's the bone. That's like the uh, anything over bone sucks. Dick. Anything over bone feels really, really bad. The so the what was uh, worse the this the the outline or the fucking shading? The outline because it was it's yeah. closer to the single needle. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the tattoo guy. He's like, "Are right, you ready to go?" I'm like, "Yeah." Because I was thinking like, "Oh, it's not gonna be anything." Because I, I mean, I have. And then it, it, the first thing, the first needle thing, hit me like, "Oh, I'm not. This is not." Hey man, I think you used the wrong needle. (laughs) And like 15 minutes in, I was already crying. Like it fucking sucked. It's terrible. Um, The healing process sucks too. Oh yeah, no blood flow down there at all. No, no. And like I didn't bleed or anything. I mean, it just fucking sucks. And um, yeah, I none of it was fun. And I will never get another like. I don't understand how girls get like the ankle tattoos, or, like the toe tattoos, or like the the top of the foot tattoo. I just kill myself. Like I just put a bolt right in my brain. 
How about like the people who get like the lower leg sleeve? That's like shin, like all shin. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Serial killer. Nope. Like, I think I said to you afterwards, like I have for my calf tattoo, like the, like the very front part of it gets like not on my shin, but just close to it. And that was absolutely miserable. Like that, that was terrible. Probably the worst, the worst pain I've had. I mean, I only have two and the only other part was uh, like up by the the collarbone on my chest and then down by my nipple. Um, but I would say the shin was probably more painful than that. Yeah. Like the, anything on bone, man, like, and it sucks no, because bone sucks. Dead I don't even know why I got them. I'm going to be dead in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> no, any I, I've I've found anything over bone because people usually say it hurts the most over what did they say fat? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't it's yeah, no, I think it's it definitely over, it's over bone. It's over bone or like some of those really sensitive areas. Um like your eyelids. But I guess why I wonder I wonder if your eyelids are tough or not. Maybe they're tough skin. Who knows? I don't know. No clue. I feel like your eyeball would explode. Yeah, see, I think it would mostly be like the rattling around the skull and the vibrating on your eyeball. Like that would be the worst part of the eyelid. I, yeah, I actually the fucking headache you'd get after that. I'm actually not sure that the skin of the eyelid is actually all that sensitive. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess when you like the inside of the elbow, though, so not only is it like kind of sensitive in there and it like doesn't really ever experience pain or anything but I guess you can like feel all the fucking tendons going. So like your, your uh, fingers want to be like fucking moving. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, thanks. Plus like, you know, you have like some decent tendons in there, like in your elbow. I could see like you, cause you have some big ones too. Like not only like the little forearm ones, but like you have some big ones. Like, isn't that, doesn't a bicep tendon cross the elbow joint Yep. to the radial side? yes so the radial like tuberosity like going like the one that crosses that like i'm kind of grabbing it now like i don't know if it's a tendon or if it's like one of the uh brachialis or coracle brachialis whatever going over that like that thing has never experienced any kind of fucking adversity like yeah like that would suck yeah that wouldn't be great and it was like, I was thinking like, oh, elbow, like back of the elbow. But I'm like, I've fallen on this elbow so many times. Like, there's got to be no fucking nerve endings there. Yeah. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, I'm just looking at it right now, like kind of like poking. That wouldn't be great. But that was just from a guy who's got, he had a rib piece and a sleeve. And he said the inside of the elbow was worse than the ribs. Hmm. Now, this dude was also put together. He went to a NFL training camp as a fullback and lost out to Leonard Weaver, who was a fucking savage. So, um, wasn't the boniest of ribs, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my final thought, uh, it's a relatively quick one. Um, it's funny Jones, you actually sent, sent this to us on Twitter today. Um, so it's the beginning of June, uh, it just happens to be pride month and, uh, now is the time of the year when all the mega corporations, try to pretend like they give a shit about gay people and the LGBTQAI plus community. Um, And they don't, but in their infinite wisdom, the people at Burger King figured out a way to solve hate 
There's no more, no more LGBT hate, thanks to the marketing team at good old Burger King, because they have come out with something called the Pride Whopper. What is the Pride Whopper, you say? Well, it is the exact same Whopper, right? It's all the same ingredients that a normal Whopper is. However, they use the same bun on the top and the bottom. So for those of you that aren't on the YouTube show, because I am holding up the picture on the YouTube show right now, you can see it on my phone. Um, it is a top bun on the top and a top bun on the, on the bottom. So, you know, it's the, the big fluffy round one with the sesame seeds on it. And then a bottom bun on the top and a bottom bun on the bottom. So it's a Whopper with two bottom buns or a Whopper with two top buns. That's the solution. Thank fucking God we have Burger King to be here to say that they have the pride Whopper because they're, they're, what they have said is because they want everyone to know that it's about equality. So when they use the same bun, on the top and the bottom, everyone knows that they're equal. Oh, it to wasn't which a... I say, wait, if I ordered a Whopper and I got a Whopper with two bottom two buns, I am two tops. I am throwing that fucking thing through the drive-through window and say, "Fuck you! I don't want to reject bottom buns." <laughs> so Fuck hold on, right off. So couple, I have, I have a couple things. Number one, I thought it was a play on like bottoms and tops, like in the gay community, yeah, whatever, yeah. like power bottoms, whatever. Right. I right. thought that's why they were doing it. Is that yeah. not it? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> my, my bad. Not it's really. so everyone knows that they're equal. Oh, see, I totally yeah. thought it was like a power bottom thing. Yeah. Well, it would have been <laughs> funnier if they said that <laughs> it would have been better. So here's, here's, here's my gripe with two bottoms the bottoms suck the bottoms are the worst but two bottoms makes more sense from a sandwich standpoint yeah two tops two is tops. Way, too, way too much bread two tops <laughs> like what the fuck two tops like it, it's circular it's like a fucking krabby patty like yeah. but on both <laughs> but on both sides yeah yeah like the only way to have that sit flat and flush is to crush the top that's on the bottom. Yep. That's insane. That yep. is insane. If yep. I ever got a sandwich with two fucking tops and outside of them saying something like, Hey man, we know you ordered that sandwich. We only have tops right now. Like we ran out of bottoms. Do you still want it? I would number one be like, I, I would fucking not even know what to say. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd probably say, yeah, give, I mean, it, if- give it to me on a lettuce wrap. <laughs> no, I, no i would take the two tops i mean dude if i want a sandwich i want a fucking sandwich i don't want yeah. fucking lettuce wraps fuck yeah. that but like that's serial killer shit yeah yep like two tops smash it down like that's a uh, that that's insane yeah really the the two bottoms is the only way only play right dude if they're, like, gonna, if they're gonna do this crazy thing like it's the two bottom buns is fine because it, it makes the most sense from, from a sandwich standpoint. Right, exactly. Now, I will. I know where Mellow is coming from. The bottoms suck. They yeah. suck. But I would want two bottoms. 
<laughs> I don't want two tops. That's insane. I don't I mean, want this whole either. Fist, hey, this whole how about this? Insane. How about, about just give top, me a fucking bottom. whopper? How about one top, one bottom? <laughs> yeah, one top, one bottom. There you go. Or you could just get a whopper, which is another yeah. point. Yeah. Imagine going in and be like, oh, it's like, it's so yeah, can I get a whopper or whatever? It's like, oh, would you like to make that a pride whopper? It's like, oh, what's the difference? It's like, oh, well, you can have two tops or two bottoms. You're just looking them dead in the eyes and be like, why would I want that? <laughs> like, <Yeah. clears throat> oh, it shows your support. How? I'm just going <laughs> to eat it. It's going to disappear. How? No one's here. Who's yeah. watching me? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for one to be fucking more bigotous than the other. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, someone's gonna be upset about. How dare there. you take two bottoms? Yeah. Don't you know what that means? <laughs> no, actually, I don't know what anything means anymore. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Exactly. I know nothing. We can't, we can't even figure out roles anymore. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, um, we can't figure out anything. So we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, remember uh, thumbs up, like, subscribe, rate, review. If you're an audio only guy, uh, same thing. Five stars wherever you're at. Um, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod, Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks, Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks, the website sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some shit. Jones is holding up the coaster. Um, Thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. What else? GrillYourAssOff.com, the greatest place in the entire world uh, when it comes to seasonings and barbecue sauces and hot sauce. They have a fucking fantastic hot sauce. Uh, so go to GrillYourAssOff.com, use the promo code SarcasmPod, and you'll get fifteen percent off every single time you check out over there. Uh, I believe that is it. So until next time. Good night, everybody.